The following program is a production of Beach Booster Radio. Welcome, race fans. Here's your local racing authority, Sam Chapman, with this week's Sound of Speed on Beach Booster Radio. Welcome, race fans, and this is the Sound of Speed on Beach Booster Radio, and I'm your host, Sam. Here to recap a busy weekend of racing with Formula One in Japan and the NASCAR Xfinity and Spring Cup Series were in Charlotte for yet another wet weekend of racing. We'll get things rolling with Formula One at the legendary Suzuka Circuit in Japan with the running of the Japanese Grand Prix. Mercedes would lock out the front row in qualifying with Nico Rosberg edging teammate Lewis Hamilton in Q3 to take the pole in Japan. Rosberg would get a great jump on a clean start as Hamilton's Mercedes would bog down, dropping him down in the middle of the pack. Rosberg would go on to cruise to his very first Japanese Grand Prix victory in Suzuka, with Max Verstappen coming home in second, and Lewis Hamilton rebounding from his rough start, taking the final podium step in third. The NASCAR Xfinity Series would be at the Charlotte Motor Speedway for the running of the Drive for the Cure 300 and the series' first elimination race. The race was originally slated to run on Friday night, but remnants of Hurricane Matthew would force NASCAR to delay the event until Sunday morning. When things got rolling Sunday, it would look like Spring Cup Series regular Kyle Larson would have the car to beat, leading six times for a total of 100 60 laps Sunday afternoon. Larson would lose the lead to Justin Allgaier on a late race restart, but Allgaier would only be able to lead for one lap before Spring Cup Series driver Joey Logano would take the lead away with only 11 laps to go as he would go on to score the win in the Drive for the Cure 300. Elliott Sadler would be the highest finishing Xfinity Series regular coming home in second. Following Sunday's race, the Xfinity Series chase grid was reduced to eight, eliminating four drivers from championship contention. Heading into Kansas, Daniel Suarez, Elliott Sadler, Justin Allgaier, Eric Jones, Brent and gone, Ryan Reed, Darrell Wallace Jr., and Blake Cook are still in title contention. Here's what race winner Joey Logano had to say post-race. Uh, yeah, what a um, fun night, uh, for sure. Better, re- good recovery from the first part of my day. Uh, so I feel a lot better than I did, I don't know, about three or four hours ago when I tried to knock down the wall. So um, feel better now. Uh, obviously, a, a great um, PBG Mustang Um you know, Brian Wilson uh, put together a great team um, from the from the kind of picking and choosing a bunch of people from the race shop, and it's a lot of fun because you got uh, guys that have been racing for years, and some was their first race this weekend. So uh, it's a fun mix to be a part of and to come out here and, and race with nothing to lose. And, um, you know, we had a, a good car, maybe not the, the best car out there, but we had a good enough car that we could make something happen with, and we stayed uh, on a lead lap on that long run, and um, Pickery did their job by uh, keeping us in position to, to uh, make a – awesome restart at the end and uh you know kind of an all or nothing move and be able to uh you know get the lead and and ultimately hold them off to to get the checkered flag so uh you know a lot of fun to be able to do that and like i said a lot better uh way to end the day than the way it started The NASCAR Sprint Cup Series would also be at the Charlotte Motor Speedway for the running of the Bank of America 500 and the opening race in the round of 12. Just like the Xfinity Series race, rain in the area would force NASCAR to delay the event, pushing it from Saturday night to Sunday morning. Kevin Harvick and Alex Bowman would lead the field down to the drop of the green flag Sunday morning. Bowman would be involved in the first caution for an incident on track Sunday. Bowman would have an issue with the left front tire of his number 88 Chevrolet. He would try to dive to the bottom of the track before turn 3, but didn't quite make it in time, slamming the turn three wall, collecting Casey Mears on his way. Chase driver Joey Logano would have multiple issues Sunday. Both incidents, Joey Logano would lose a right front tire, slamming the outside wall. Following the second incident, he would be forced to the garage
garage for repairs, but returned to the track later in the event. As the yellow waved for Logano's second incident, fellow chase driver Kevin Harvick would have engine issues, forcing him behind the wall and ending his day early. Lap 260, we would see the big one strike in Charlotte, collecting even more chasers. On the restart, Austin Dillon, who had only taken two tires during the yellow flag, would spin his tires as the field got the green flag. Truex, who was in tow of Dillon's number three, would try to give Dillon a bump to help him get rolling, but it would end up turning the three in front of the pack. As the field began to check up, Kyle Busch would get into Chase Elliott, sending him hard into the outside wall, as Elliott would collect Ryan Blaney and Paul Menard. When all the dust had settled, 12 cars would be involved, five of which are currently in the chase. This would bring out the red flag for 10 minutes so track crews could get things cleaned up quickly. The final yellow flag would fly on lap 309 as Denny Hamlin, another chase contender, would lose his engine and dropping oil on the track. Matt Kenseth would get the lead on the final round of pit stops, but on the restart, Jimmy Johnson, who had led more than 130 laps up to this restart, would line up alongside the 20. When the field got rolling, Kenseth would do his best to escape Johnson, but Sextime was out for blood and took the lead as the field exited turn two. No one in the field could close on the 48 as Johnson cruised to his eighth Charlotte victory and first win in the 2016 chase. Matt Kenseth would have to settle for second. Casey Kane would have a strong run coming home in third. Ryan Newman and Kyle Larson would round out the top five in the Bank of America 500. Jimmy Johnson hasn't gotten a top five since Indianapolis in July. Here's what the six-time series champ had to say after locking himself into the next round of the chase, kicking off the run for that elusive title number seven. Uh, once we once we had some track position, um, the car drove great. Restart seemed to be very important and being able to control the race. Um, then we led so many laps. You know, I start at first it's like, yeah, we've got this, and then you start thinking, well, the driver that leads most laps typically doesn't win. So, uh, you know, cautions fell our way um, in a sense. I think there were some guys trying to stretch it at the end, and, and the 11, I guess, blew up and, and prevented that strategy from taking place. Uh, 20 was ahead of us out of the pits, and I had a great restart and got back by him. And at that point, I was feeling good about things, just hoping that it stayed green. Points as NASCAR heads to Kansas. Jimmy Johnson now leads Matt Kenseth, Kyle Busch, Brad Keselowski, and Kurt Busch. Rounds out the top five following Charlotte. Austin Dillon, Chase Elliott, Joey Logano, and Kevin Harvick make up the bottom four elimination spots in the chase grid. Matt Kenseth had the lead on the final restart, but couldn't hold off the 48 once the green flag waved. Here's what the driver of the number 20 Toyota had to say race yeah we didn't we didn't make it easy so we uh we had to go back so we had a, a part go bad in, in inspection or something and then uh we got got our way worked up there a little bit and then got that pit road penalty and went to the back again so it was uphill battle but um jason made some great adjustments we had some good pit stops a great pit stop when we needed it there then to, to put us in position to try to go for a win uh we're just uh we're just a little off i just couldn't run you know that 48 on a on a short run um don't think I could have done anything anything different there. So I uh, would love to have the win, make you feel better about the next two weeks. But um, yet it was a solid run. We were able to avoid the trouble they had in the front stretch and, uh, you know, work our way toward the front. Had a, had a good competitive car, so it was a good day. Join me this Sunday as I get you set up for the Hollywood Casino 400 from the Kansas Motor Speedway. The last chance these chase drivers have to get a win, locking them into the round of eight. Until then, you can head on over to the Sound of Speed's Facebook and Twitter pages to keep in touch and up to speed with all sorts of motorsports news throughout the week. 
Before I go, I'd like to thank Beach Booster Radio. Without them, the sound of speed wouldn't be possible. Head on over to beachboosterradio.ca to listen to some great music, shows, and keep in touch with everything with Sega Beach. Hit the podcast tab at the top of the page where you can find the latest edition of the sound of speed and all the other great shows Beach Booster Radio has to offer. Be sure to check out the blog where you can find the digital version of the Beach Booster publication, which is always great to read. You can also download the Beach Booster Radio app from the Google Play and Apple App Store for free and take Beach Booster Radio with you everywhere you go. That's about it for today. Don't forget to join me Sunday to get set up for the Hollywood Casino 400 from the Kansas Motor Speedway as we mark the halfway point in the chase. Until then, thanks for listening, and have a great week, race fans. The preceding program is a production of Beach Booster Radio, written, recorded, and produced in Wasaga Beach, Ontario. We thank you for listening to Beach Booster Radio, Wasaga Beach's only locally owned and operated radio station. We are local. We are Wasaga Beach. We are Beach Booster. Hi, this is Brian Smith, Mayor of the Town of Wasaga Beach, and you're listening to Beach Booster Radio.